Health, Wealth, and Success Unleashed, a conversation with Courtney Moiler. Tune in for an engaging discussion with Courtney as she unravels her expertise on various intriguing subjects. Courtney presents a comprehensive view of holistic health from how our diet and food consumption impact our health to the benefit, beneficial effects of PEMF mats and frequencies on our bodies. She also explores the critical connection between financial independence stress management, and overall wellness. Learn her strategies for legal tax reduction, investing in oil and gas, and achieving monetary security. Additionally, Courtney highlights the significance of goal setting and establishing daily routines that foster long-term achievement. Don't miss this inspiring dialogue that equips you to master your health, wealth, and destiny. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. the same after we learned our 21-year-old daughter, Kristen, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. It's a parent's worst nightmare. How much did we really know about domestic violence back then? Clearly not enough. Now we know plenty. We know domestic violence, or DV, can happen to anyone. One in three women suffer physical violence at the hands of intimate partners during their lifetimes. One in three. I'm Bill Mitchell, host of the When Dating Hurts podcast. And my interviews with DV counselors, law enforcement, and especially actual DV survivors give the pandemic of domestic violence the attention it deserves. The When Dating Hurts podcast. It's a series of lives being saved. I'm going to share a little bit about our guest with you here today. Courtney, a U.S. Navy veteran and best-selling author, is an entrepreneur with a decade-long experience in the oil and gas industry. She is renowned as an international speaker, podcast host, and blockchain expert. She is the general partner of Diversified Investment Partners and Bitcoin Mining Women dedicating her efforts to creating passive income sources that provide cash flow and offset ordinary income and capital gains. Please help me welcome Miss Courtney. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about your show. I love all of the different aspects and parts of life that it encompasses and that you're bringing out because it's information everybody needs. Absolutely. Thank you, Courtney. I like to say that wellness is under this massive umbrella and so you got to hit all of these little buckets right in order to get an all-encompassing and you seem to have really honed in on many of these buckets so i'm excited to have you here as well thank you for being here on the wellness driven life show now let's give the audience a moment a little bit of insight on who you are Gosh, it's it's funny. I used to always tell everybody that I never knew what I wanted to be when I grew up. So you were saying you never knew who you wanted to be when you grew up. I didn't. And so, you know, I tried out a lot of different, um, you know, jobs and things like that. And, you know, about 10 years ago, I inherited my dad's oil and gas company and I enjoyed that, but it's kind of a good old boys game. And obviously I'm a girl. And so there was a lot of things that we had to navigate. So I guess here several years ago, um, you know, everything that we had was in oil and gas and it kind of led me into trying to figure out how I needed to diversify our portfolio because all of our 
ways of living were completely dependent upon the price of a barrel of oil. And that led me into blockchain and real estate and a lot of other asset classes. Well, COVID hit, I got really good at these things. And eventually I was asked to come speak at a summit. And it was to start off with a panel with Robert Kiyosaki, G. Edward Griffin, and a handful of other incredible people. And I was really nervous. And I thought, wow, how, you know, I don't have a degree in finance. How, how is this going to work? But I did it. It was amazing. I ended up speaking several times at the conference and it led me down a completely different path. And, you know, this path has not been just finance. It's been health and, and so many other things, but it was such an incredible opportunity. And from there, you know, when I originally kind of got started, it was very short-sighted and selfish. You know, I was wanting to, you know, create financial independence for my family. And then I figured out very quickly that, wow, you know, I can do this for my friends. And then it just expanded. And, you know, I want to go out and change the world. And through that and through, you know, really being very intentional about who I spend my time with and the kind of people that I want to surround myself by as, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, you know, I started going to goal setting retreats and uh, personal development masterminds and really started kind of digging into some of the limiting beliefs that I was struggling with and, um, being very intentional about where I spend my time and those things. And the goal setting has been very impactful because it's really taught me to think big and think about why I want the things that I want. What is that? Why? What's driving me? And why do I want those things? And do they really matter? And ultimately, you know, what kind of impact is that going to have on me, my family, the people around me, my community? Um, so it's really, I, I feel like I've grown so much in this last several years. And what started out as a, a financial journey to try to figure out how I could create, I guess, a more, um, I guess just not being nervous and worried about what the stock market's doing and having other streams of income and that sort of thing. It's, mm -hmm. it's led me into personal development and wellness and, you know, deep diving into what true wealth really is, to, what it means to me, because a, a long time ago, I thought it was really just about being financially comfortable and independent. But at the end of the day, it is, it is impact, it is health, it is money, but it's also family and time and spirituality. It, it's a whole picture. It's not just one thing because I can have all the money in the world, but if I don't have my health and my family and my community and all of those things, the rest of it doesn't matter. The, the financial stability and income helps me fund abundance in all of those other areas. So that is part of my goal and my mission and to not only impact myself, but as many others as I can. Mm, I love that. That's such a beautiful story, Courtney, because oh. you really did. You, you've really grown up into that financial aspect. And when you started mm -hmm. noticing, okay, you know, I don't want to have to only rely on this one source. And so I'm going to branch out and find out more things. How does it connect with each other. And then on top of that, what else outside of finances, like you just said, there is more to wealth and wealth is a beautiful thing because it does propel us. It allows us to do many, many great things and have that impact in the world. Right. And so you had gone through a lot of self-development asking yourself, okay, well, I'm passionate about this. You, you had this aha moment of, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I have this thing and I want to change the world. And so you want yes. to make that impact. <laughs> There's the desire there, right? And then, okay, I have the desire now. How do we get there? How do I understand myself enough in order to understand others in order to make the biggest impact? Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, 
All that is Stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it. Yes. And it's so funny because I will never forget sitting on that very first panel and I was so nervous. My armpits were sweating and I'm just like, okay, please, Lord, help me get through this. Don't let me say something stupid. (laughs) And I can remember, you know, making comments and I could see Robert, you know, and Ed, G. Edward Griffin, you know, shaking their heads. And I thought, okay, this is so awesome. You know, they are agreeing with what I'm saying. I'm saying something good. But it's funny how we place these limiting beliefs um, on ourselves. And, you know, my word for this year is breakthrough. And part of that is I'm going to break through any limitations I've placed on myself, any, anything that I think I can't achieve or any, any struggles. I am breaking through all of them, girl. I'm thinking big. I, you know, 10 X my goals to, you know, shoot for the stars. And, um, it's funny because I never in a million years thought that I would be sitting here on somebody's podcast, you know, at that first event a couple of years ago, I hadn't spoken in front of people since public speaking in high school. And, you know, I stood on stages all over and I, I just, I guess I never really thought that my voice would be something that other people would hear. And so, um, it's interesting how that has evolved. And as I've learned and, you know, grown through this time period and, you know, just keep expanding my knowledge, you know, opportunities keep opening up. And I love to say yes, because you never know what incredible people you're going to meet, what incredible opportunities are going to come from that. And, and I think about what those look like and how they affect my goals and do are they going to help propel me into my mission uh, for myself and for my family or or not? So it's it's been really exciting. You know, Courtney, I think it's just fascinating when we talk about stepping onto a stage and doing public speaking and how it's one of the most terrifying things to do. And yet it is also one of the most healing. It's one of the most encouraging you know once you get through some of those barriers that yes. we're breaking through it really is giving us this incredible amount of dare I say power because it it gives us the confidence it leads us into the right direction we feel that we can make a bigger impact on our community and those around us and then on and on and I love Courtney how you said, I'm saying yes, because if we didn't say yes, or we we said, no, I, I don't want to get in front of the room. I just don't feel comfortable doing that. If we don't allow ourselves those opportunities, there's no way that we're going to be able to make impact. Absolutely. And I tell you what, so the very first stage that I stood on was just a couple of months after this panel that I did. And it was a very large stage. It was thousands of people and they, I, I wasn't supposed to speak. And I came back from lunch and they said, Hey, we'd love for you to hop on stage and say something. And I just thought, um, okay, what is that going to look like? What do I say? And they said, just take, you know, say whatever you want. And I thought, um, okay, I'll, I'll do it. And I was nervous. And the funny thing is, is I got up there and, you know, just started talking about, you know, my history and my husband's history and, you know, what kind of led us there. And I looked down and the clock was ticking. That timer was counting down with how much time I had left on stage. And it was like, every thought in my head went right out the window. And I sat there and I looked up and, I just said, I apologize. I am not a public speaker. And I just looked at this clock and forgot everything I was going to say. And, and, you know, and ultimately ended up the, the crowd was so kind and so nice. And I ended up, you know, I, I finished what I was doing and left and I got calls from the people that put on the event and they said, 
that people really appreciated um, my bravery and getting on the stage and talking with them and that they could tell, you know, it was not a rehearsed thing. And that if I could be brave enough to stand up on stage and do what I did, that they, you know, it, it made them want to do the same types of things and step out of their comfort zone. And so just knowing that people were reaching out to share that, um, it made me feel really good. And then I just remembered that at the end of the day, these are also people. These are people and they just, they want to talk to real people and they, they want genuine people. Yeah. The authenticity is the au really key. And I agree with you. I, I recall, um, one of the first times that I was in front of a stage and I had done other things. I had led, you know, events and such, but, but for me to be all of the, the attention is on me. It was very intimidating, right? Yeah. I was shaking like a crazy person. And yet I did something very similar to you, Courtney. I said, this is my first time. Apologies. If I happen to stumble, but here we go. And it, it, people loved it. And then I did really well, actually. Yeah. So I surprised myself, but just having that honest moment where I, I felt it was kind of like, um, giving myself a buffer, so to speak, to be right. able to allow that. And what I, appreciate very much is you saying, well, now I've got all this feedback from other people and have this understanding of how powerful it is to just be human and to show that and not have to pretend like you're showing up, like you're this, you know, very poised, perfect human being, because while as that comes with time, it doesn't right. mean that's how we start. And people need that in order to feel like they too can start. I mean, that's a lot of why we have the show is we have so many different guests from so many different backgrounds, because it takes that for people to relate to, you know, at least somebody on. Right. Right. Very powerful. Well, and comparison is the killer of joy. You know, um, it's so easy to sit there and just be like, oh, you know, this person is this. And, you know, I went through a little bit of that imposter syndrome. And, you know, do I belong here? Do I deserve to be here? And um, I, I figured out very quickly that, you know, I, I might not have been standing in front of a stage and people for all this time, but I'm very confident in my knowledge. I'm very confident in who I am and my message and what I have to share and, and the potential impact on others. And so I think there's something that to be said about, you know, you go through some of those motions and figure out, and then you just figure out at the end of the day, we're all people. And some of the things that I would be horrified about if it happened to me on stage, I, I now see it with other people and think, okay, that's not even a big deal. And I remind myself of that. And so I don't let it affect me negatively the next time. Yeah. So, um, so much of the reason that I love to bring up public speaking on the show is because I think that there's something so you powerful about it that gives people this opportunity to really shine because we are all here with something incredible. We're all very unique. And so I love to talk about that. Thank you so much for sharing yeah. that experience because now, since you have gone through that and you continue to hone in on those skills and you're getting better and better at speaking and you're speaking to larger audiences to share your wisdom and your insight, let's talk a little bit about that wisdom. Tell us and share with us some of the things that you're out there doing. I know that you are in Bitcoin, which I'd be fascinated to learn more about. I don't think that's a topic we get to discuss too often because there's only a few people who really have knowledge on it. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a really great, interesting space. I'm actually speaking at the Texas or the Blockchain Real Estate Summit later today. And, you know, I really dug in, I, I call Bitcoin the, the gateway crypto because everybody kind of comes in for the Bitcoin. But 
when you got in and this is what happened to me, you know, I bought some Bitcoin and really started taking a look, a deeper, harder look at blockchain and what the technology actually is and how I really do believe that it's going to affect every industry across the board. You know, we have certain things that do that every decade or two decades, and you know, like electricity and the Internet and blockchain is another one of those technologies that's going to impact everything. And the biggest challenge right now is people under need to understand that there's a difference in crypto and, and blockchain. Um, crypto is just one tiny little thing that blockchain has the ability to do. Um, but really, it's kind of like when uh, people started shopping on the Internet, the first store that came on, people thought, I'm not putting my credit card information on there. And now because of the convenience and everything else that Internet shopping does, I mean, I hardly ever step foot in stores anymore. And blockchain, once we break through the educational barriers and people see how much it will bring convenience and streamline things and make things safer and more secure, it will be implemented across the board. And so we can deep dive in that sometime, but there's a lot of really exciting things happening in that space. And so, you know, Bitcoin mining was something I was very interested in. And I really couldn't find a way to make it make sense monetarily because it's, you know, the machines were expensive. Electricity is super expensive. And, you know, we figured out how to scale that. And, you know, I brought in a bunch of other, you know, friends and said, hey, let's pull some money together, which and, and buy some assets, which is what a syndication is. And so I would say at this point in time, I am a syndicator, whether it's for oil and gas, real estate, Bitcoin mining. You know, I reach out to people and say, hey, we can go buy these two million or 500 Bitcoin mining machines. It's going to take about two million dollars. And then we all go in and buy them together and just distribute that Bitcoin out. So it's the same thing with any other assets. So this last couple of years, you know, blockchain is really kind of what opened the door for me into this investing world. Um, but it's when I got in there that I really figured out what kind of opportunities were out there and how how to really scale things and to think bigger and and do more. And so I've spent a ton of time really researching different things and figuring out, okay, the, always the number one question is who, not how. If you're saying, how do I get this done? That's the wrong question because there's always somebody out there that you can bring in that can help you get it done. You know, my team, I have my certain things that I'm good at, that I'm strong with. And then my team members are all good at the things that I am not good at. And that's why we come together and get things done so greatly is because we have all those aspects covered. And so you know, the one thing that I figured out along that way, it's funny because I got into investing to get out of oil and gas. And then when I got into that world, I realized very quickly that the tax benefits of oil and gas, you don't see in very many assets. Um, you can find them in like short term rentals, but you've got to put 750 hours a year into it or, you know, it's like a whole other job. You know, oil and gas working interest is a way to invest where you get those tax benefits and monthly income without having to participate. And so I figured out very quickly that that asset tied in very nicely with real estate and these other places. So I thought, you know, I'm from West Texas. My dad was a petroleum engineer. I grew up in the oil field. Um, this was just a natural place for me to be. Let me just specialize in that and go and do what I do and then help bring it to other people. And we can strategize and figure out how that works and looks together. So it's funny that the oil and gas is what took me to blockchain. And that has led us down another path where we are figuring out how we can tokenize real assets and things like that so they can be traded um, like you can trade stocks on a, on a market. So it's, there's a lot of really exciting things going on there. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the evolution of blockchain and how it's implemented over this next five, 10, 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it is fascinating. There's so much to dive into it. And I think just like you did, I think that once people start kind of digging a little bit into it, you realize it's you're you're going down this rabbit hole, right? And and it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And you can yeah, just yeah. keep learning more and more. And it's almost like it's unlimited the amount of things that you can do. And realizing that it does tie into all of these other things that you have knowledge in. And so 
that's really a blessing when you do have an, a deep understanding of oil and gas, real estate, et cetera, and you're able to tie in this new concept, which is really where we are headed. The, so there's that futuristic approach to where you are able to bring and highlight this new futuristic approach to your clients, to people, and share that knowledge to really propel them into a brighter future. That's exactly right. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, one of the things that I figured out through going down this journey was it's not about me. I mean, I am trying to do things for myself and my family and my friends. Um, but at the end of the day, it's about helping others. You know, there is enough of everything out there for everybody. And I just I want to help everybody figure out how to get it. And so I definitely come with an abundance mentality. And one of the ways that I figure that out is, okay, how does this impact you? How, what problems am I solving? You know, what am I doing that's helping you either create passive income or feel secure in your financial future? You're now, instead of cutting that $50,000 check to the IRS, uh, you can, you know, invest it into something else that's going to create another stream of income for yourself. So I love figuring out the problems that people have, how we can solve them and how we can combine them with other things to really build an excellent strategy and move forward. And I think when I had that little bit of shift of, oh, this is what I do into, hey, this is how I can solve your problems. That was when some, you know, light bulbs went off and, you know, it sent me, it, I feel like it kind of sent me on this projectile, you know, really quick. It was like a slingshot. <laughs> So how does your book fall into all of this? Now, you, you've written a book. You give lots of insights in there for business owners, correct? Right. Yeah. So um, actually, this is my book right here, and I am not the only author in it. It is a collaboration of a ton of different entrepreneurs. It's like a beautiful potpourri of brilliant people. And I'm truly honored to be in this book with such amazing people. And so during this, you know, investment, you know, exploration I was doing, I came across um, a gentleman named Kyle Wilson, and he is, his partner was Jim Rohn. He founded Jim Rohn International and just, I joined his personal develop mastermind. In fact, he lives right down the street, which is quite convenient. I couldn't believe that he lived here. And so he really focuses on really everything, personal development and growth and all of these things that I had never really thought about working on. Um, and then he asked me if I would like to be in this book. He said, you know, I'm bringing together uh, some different entrepreneurs to talk about the journey, uh, you know, what took them to that next level. And I thought, wow, I'm, I'm so honored. And so I, I have just a chapter in this book. And I just thought I never in a million years thought that I would be included in something like that. And now he's come back and asked me to join another one that we'll be working on here pretty soon. So really, it's like I said, I said yes to that very first opportunity to speak on that panel with incredibly, you know, revered people. And um, that has just laid the foundation and opened up doors that I never thought that I would be walking through. And I'm very, very grateful for all of them. And I've, I've learned so much along the way. That's so beautiful. And it surely is a testimony when you're asked to come back and write something else. We liked what you produced. Yeah. And so that's really, really incredible. And you're right. I, I really enjoy listening to you say, I never thought that I would be doing this. I never thought that I would be here at this moment, you know, and all stemming from this, this thought or this one moment that I had a few years ago because mm -hmm. I said yes. So Courtney, those are all really amazing things that you're doing. Tell me about, now you talk a lot about, you know, health along with all of these things. What are some of the things that you do to help incorporate all of the things that you do? You're a woman that is very successful. You do many, many things. You wear many, many hats. So how do you take care of yourself? What are some of the things that you do and you have found that work for you that you, you do on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. That is such a great question. You know, um, 
I guess probably two years ago, I had somebody ask me if all you had left right now was what you thank God for this morning, what would you have? And I thought, wow, that is a really powerful statement. And so I, I wake up every day. I, I think daily routines and getting in the right mindset is very powerful. Our brains and, and what it has the ability to do to us is incredible. So, you know, I, I first, I, 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 I'm very thankful for being woken and given the day. I am thankful for my family. I kind of have this little list that I go through. And, you know, some days I'm very granular and I'm like, oh, you know, thank you for this pillow that I have to lay on. Thank you for air conditioning. But, you know, I'm just grateful for everything. And I find that if you come from a place of joy and gratefulness, there's not room for anger or resentment or anything else. And I think it's really important to have that mind shift. It helps you figure out how to let go of things that you're struggling with. But, you know, I go from, you know, that daily wake up. And then the next thing is, you know, I have what I call a BHAG. It's my big, hairy, audacious goal. And it mm -hmm. is to keep a billion dollars out of the hands of the IRS. And so, you know, I go from being grateful and thankful. And then I start thinking about that. And I have a couple of other goals. I tell you what, I thought I had my goal sheet right here. It is long. It has like 160 items on it. It's incorporated. Thanks for my family, personal life, business life, my health. And I have it sitting here next to my desk. Usually it's gone. I don't know what happened to it, but I have these goals written down and I have my handful of things. I have my one thing my one domino that if I can knock that one domino over, it's going to knock down all of the others. So mm -hmm. I think about the things that I want to accomplish for the day. I set that intention. What do I need to get done? Um, I have a meditation uh, that I like to go through and I really love um, frequencies and singing bowls. And so I like to have the singing bowls or the different frequencies playing while I meditate. And I actually even like to have them going in the background if I'm working without, you know, if I'm not on a Zoom or something like that, because, I, and I cannot sit here and have a fully educated conversation on frequencies, but I really, at the beginning of the year, one of my goals was to really get healthy. And I've gone down this path of so many different rabbit holes of, you know, all of the different things that are in our food that are affecting our bodies negatively. Um, the, the effect that different frequencies have on our bodies from healing and other really important things that I never knew. And the studies on them are incredible. So, you know, PEMF mats and red light therapy. And so uh, I really, there's a superhuman protocol out there that I really want that incorporates, you know, oxygen and PEMF mats and and red light therapy and some different things, but I'm very much into, I feel like our medical system's very reactive instead of proactive. And I am trying to figure out how do I heal myself from the inside out? And where I think a lot of the things in our environments are hurting our bodies, a lot of the things in our foods are hurting our bodies. I am trying to figure out how, you know, eliminate as much of this stuff as I can. Um, and really just, it's, it's funny because once I cut out a lot of the fast foods and red dyes and things like that, if I eat something that has something like that in it unknowingly, it really makes me sick. And I think we had had so much built up in my body before that I, my body was battling things all over. And now that I've eliminated a lot of it, that little tiny bit has a major impact and actually shared on my Facebook page the other day, somebody had three stalks of celery and they were each in different dyes. And one was in red dye, red dye 40. And it, within 24 hours, it was dead. And if you start really thinking, I, it was, it was amazing. It was really um, great visual to see. And I guess that's part of the issue is the, a lot of the things that are allowed in our foods and medicines and everything is it's, it's horrible. So I'm really trying to get back to, to nature and plants and I'm not this like crazy person, but you know, just the, the impact that el just eliminating a lot of these bad things in our food has on you is significant. Yeah. I love that you bring up a few different things because we haven't actually talked in depth and we've, we've, tapped on them a little bit, but, you know, just the discussion of 
frequencies and just having frequency sounds in the background and how that affects our body. So if we think about ourselves as energetic beings, because we are, all of those vibrations are affecting us on some level. And so I also love that you bring up the red dye number 40. And it's, it's fascinating because very few people know about that. And I also, I've got to give credit to my mother. I don't know how she knew this, but so she's a nurse. So maybe she found something out, but and the point is maybe they knew about this a very long time ago because she did not give me and my brother anything that had the red dye in it because she noticed wow. that my brother and I, Skittles, for instance, okay, well, not only are they pure sugar, but that, that dye and M&Ms and all of those things really like have this effect on your system. And so we as children were just bouncing off the walls and just like crazy, right? So um, I have known about it for a very long time, but it's not brought up a lot. So I think that's very great that you bring it up. So well, it's funny that you, let me just throw this out there that you bring up Skittles because they are in the process of banning them in California right now, which yeah. is interesting. And I find that extremely frustrating because most of these countries, these different ingredients are banned and outlawed. In some countries, it's a significant fine if it's caught in the food. And now if they're looking at banning them in California, why would they not ban that for our entire country? I, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Sometimes we get a little slow to, to get on that bandwagon, right? And But here we are. We're discussing it. It's going out. People are going to know. So it's definitely something to be aware of. And I think that when you start considering all of the things that we put in on and around our body, it definitely starts you on that path of researching more, finding out more, wanting to learn more, because it all does have an effect, yeah. The, yeah. the environment that we live in. And so I, I started researching that at a very, very young age, just because I have an autoimmune disease. So it, it forced, I shouldn't say forced me, it led me just because I wanted to be able to take care of myself and have, you know, myself be in control instead of have somebody else say, well, this is the fact when it's not really always the facts. I have been told a lot that things um, were supposed to come to fruition and they never did. I wasn't supposed to live to see 30 years old. I wasn't supposed to have children, but yet all of these things happen. So when we have that moment in life where we're like, okay, I want to really be healthy because I don't think human beings are designed to be sick and ill. And when you see this, this, this massive issue, this pandemic, so to speak, of people being so ill and so at dis-ease in this country around you, it starts to make you think. Well, and that's exactly what I was talking about with that proactive and reactive. And I am not knocking our medical systems. I, oh, instead of, instead of saying, okay, here, we're just going to fix this. We're going to put you on some medication to fix something, which is very reactive. Let's really dig down and figure out what's causing this. And let's solve that problem so that we can keep you off the medications and all of these things that are really just compounding problems and creating new ones. Yeah, absolutely. And so you talk a little bit about this PEMF map. I don't know a lot about them. I know just a little bit. I, we don't own any yet. We have grounding mats. But explain just a little bit. I know you don't know like a lot about it, but tell me, Courtney, how do, how do these things affect you? You know, you're using them. You have the sound frequencies. How do they make you feel? Well, it's interesting that you ask, and it's funny, I, you know, I go down these little rabbit holes and the PEMF mat, you, you don't feel anything, but it stimulates your circulation and uh, creates movement and helps with lymph. And there's so many benefits to it. I suggest everybody, you know, go and research it and take a look. And, um, you know, I am, like I said, I've been on this health journey and not just, you know, from what I'm putting into my mouth, but the, the frequencies and you know, a year ago, my son broke his collarbone and I was playing healing frequencies every day for him. And he would get in the car and he'd be like, mom, we're listening to this again. 
<laughs> but I tell you what, when we went back to his doctor, he healed weeks before he was supposed to be healed. And they ended up releasing him. He broke his collarbone in football and he ended up going back out into sports out like a month before he was supposed to, which was a significant difference. And the only thing different from him and most other kids is the fact that I was playing these frequencies for him every day. And so, you know, our, our mind has is a very powerful um, effect on our body, the way that you think. And so just really learning about, you know, the, the PEMF mats and frequencies, the effects on the body, the really the ability of your mind. Um, you know, I've read different studies where people are given a placebo or given the actual drug, but the people that think that they've been given the real thing end up coming out healed or, you know, whatever that looks like, because their mind in their mind, they were getting it and they were getting better. And so uh, there's a book called the gap in the gain that I love. And it talks a little bit about the power of the mind and the effects on the body. So I'm really just trying to incorporate everything I can, you know, to, to, you know, get myself into a healthier spot, my families. And, and if I can share that information and help others, I, you know, I, it's impact and, and helping other people succeed and be successful, no matter what that looks like. Yeah, I agree. And thank you so much for sharing those things, those tips and tricks. I think that everybody can really have access to some of these things and start learning more. Uh, we live in such an incredible day and age to where we can get those sound frequencies pretty easily. I mean, it's just at our fingertips on our phones etc. And so some of this stuff is really, really easy. And most of it, it all comes down to choice. And how do I want to live? What do I want to put in on and around my body? And what do I want to experience? And you definitely have some testimony there with your son. I mean, that's incredible. Where and and you know, it's so funny with teenagers, right? They're like, Mom, why are you doing this? Why are you blaming this? And it's it's just, it's funny because I can just envision that as a mother. And at the same time, you're really gifting him with the knowledge of something that he can do and take with him for the rest of his life. Well, it was really great because, you know, um, my, my kids think, well, they're actually pretty funny, but they'll make jokes. And when we started cutting out, you know, blue dye and red dye and all of these things, um, I, th I think it was last year, you know, I asked my son what he was going to give up for something. And he said, uh, red dye 40 mom. And I thought, okay, make jokes. You know, I was like, I know you're giving me a hard time about it now, but eventually yeah. you will appreciate that. You will remember it and you will pass it down to your families. So they know, they remember, and now they've seen really firsthand the impact and how these frequencies can actually impact their bodies. Yeah, absolutely. And so you have all of these things that you're doing on a daily basis. You've got meditation. I really love the, the gratitude aspect that you give to others. And even the tiny little things like I am grateful for my pillow, because I think that when we start to hone in and think of all the, the small things, it, it gives us that it tricks our brain to having gratitude for everything. And so I love that you bring that in. And you talked a little bit about having some sort of consistency with goal setting. Do you want to share a little bit more about what goal setting is to you and how that really plays a part in success? That is such a great question. And I tell you what, that took me a little while to really kind of dig in and figure out. I went to my first goals retreat about two years ago and it was three days. It is fully submersive and they get really deep and ask a lot of questions. And, and some of them I couldn't answer. I mean, it took me a year to even figure that out, but it was really getting in there and going, okay, what do you want? What do you really want? 
why do you want that? What kind of impact is that going to have on your life? Um, what kind of person do you want to be? I mean, we even wrote our own obituary. You know, what what would what would people say about you if you if you died right now? And you know, what kind of impact do you want to have? And so, you know, when I really started digging in, you know, the the, the financial stuff, the material things, it's easy to be like, oh, I'd love a sports car, you know, whatever that looks like. But my goals have shifted and changed um, actually quite a bit over this two years. And, and you know, they said, what is the one thing that you could, can do to help make all of these other things happen? And I thought, you know, I don't I don't even know. I don't know what that is. And so it took me it took me probably a year and, and it took a year of thinking and thinking about all these questions. You know, what really makes me happy? What what do I enjoy doing? What do I want to spend my time doing? And so when I really got very clear on that, and like I said, I felt like everybody else at this goal is like they were just writing and figuring things out. And I'm just sitting there like, I, you know, what do people say about me? I, I'm, you know, I think I know, but I'm not a hundred percent. And, um, you know, when I got very clear on that, when I went to the last goal ceremony or retreat in January, a lot of those things I was easy, blah, I was able to work through and write down because I knew I'd been thinking about it for a year, you know, why do I want this stuff? And some of the things that I thought that I want have changed into, you know, things that I want with my family and and more experiences and, you know, more charities. And so, you know, the things that I thought were important several years ago have shifted and changed. I mean, there are some material things I want, don't get me wrong. Um, but a lot of it is, is impact on my family and my community and other people and helping to grow abundance in all of these different areas. So it's, it's interesting how my goals have gotten bigger and they've grown and the things that I want to do and the things I want to do with my family. Um, it, it's really shifted and the things that I thought I wanted money for have kind of been shifted into other areas. And so mm -hmm. I think it's really important to get very clear on what makes you happy. What do you want? And what, what, why? Why do you want it? You know, it sounds to me like you really shifted from more personal wants to more servitude aspects. Yes. And so much of what I hear from this is I, I, I love that you said it took me a long time. And the reason I want to talk about that is because you you think that that you should have it all down and you should know. And there's many of us that struggle with that, with struggling of what do I want? Who do I want to be when I grow up? Who am I even, you know, and then you, you talk about identity crisis when some sort of shift happens in life because it does happen. And then you are questioning yourself again. So there's a few things that are coming out of that, which I also appreciate. You said it earlier, uh, that comparison is, what did you say? How did you say it? The killer of joy. The killer of joy. And so you see everybody else around you who is just, you know, getting all these things out. They're writing down furiously. They seem to have it all and know it all. And it, if, if we were to sit there and compare and just be like, oh, well, I guess this isn't for me. <laughs> well, and, and it took you a year and so I very much appreciate that you are saying that and sharing that because it does take that. I like to say success take the overnight success takes 10 years to get there, right? It, 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 it's just a process. It does. And in our minds, we should go from here to here. And, and really it's like this, you know, and yeah. along the way there's pivots. And, and like I said, the the things that I thought I wanted two years ago look drastically different from the things I want a year ago. And the things I was trying to achieve have, have shifted. And some things, those bigger, you know, the pictures have gotten bigger and the goals have gotten bigger, but they don't look anything like they did. And, and some of those things that I thought I wanted and thought I wanted to achieve, I figured out, you know what, that really isn't important. That's not where I want to go. But I think that's part of growth. In, yeah. in really learning who we are and what's really important to us. And, and just because you've figured that one thing out, that 
maybe that was a great starting place for you, but that helps you to grow into something more and in really figuring out yourself. And so that, yeah, the comparison thing is tough. And, um, you know, sometimes we think everybody's got it all figured out. I guarantee you all those people that look like they have it figured out, they don't have it figured out either. Uh, They go through the same struggles, the same the same issues that we all do. We, we're all people and we all go through it. And so um, it's really just a matter of getting in and figuring yourself out, figuring out your whys and learning about yourself and what's important and how does that apply and how can you apply it to others? Absolutely. That's beautiful. And yes, it is key where you you don't always have, you're not always going to have the same things coming up in life but that that's the great thing right because change is constant and that is part of growth so our goals right now are not going to reflect on the goals later on and that's the greatness of being humans and having choice and being able to change along with that it's like flowing like water right you're being able to go with the flow because life is full of change and so we have to redirect ourselves in those moments so Courtney, it has been awesome to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. I want to make sure that everyone knows where to find you. So I have it here on the screen. And for those of you who are listening in, it is in the description below. And I'm going to say this out loud. Courtney's website is www.courtneymoiler. Am I saying your name right? It's Moeller, but you're good. I'm not saying it right. Courtney Moeller. Thank you very much. And I apologize for that. And that's M-O-E-L-L-E r.com and some of those of who are listening are going to be like why didn't you get that right well i just didn't so i want to share that with you it's also in the description below check her out check out the book that she's been a part of and she's going to be a part of another one but she's dived into so many different things if you want to know about some financial aspects that you could maybe take a journey on or if you want to hear more about her health journey i mean she's definitely diving into so many of the things to really make sure that she's taking care of herself and her family so plethora of information and so courtney is there anything else that you want to share with the audience today Gosh, um, so many things I could say, but you know what? At the end of the day, you know, think big. If you think you want to be here, 10x that and go out and get it. And don't let any kind of imposter syndrome or limiting beliefs hold you back. Break through those and and think. I am, you know, I have a sheet on my computer that says I am confident, I am powerful, I am healthy, I am courageous, and I remind myself of those things. So Think about all the things that you want to be and go do it. Think big and go do it. I love that. Thank you so much, Courtney, for being on the Wellness Driven Life Show. And thank you so much of those who are tuning in and supporting it. So pleased that we can give you all sorts of great information, tips and tricks on how to live a wellness driven life. So stay tuned for the next show and goodbye for now. We will see you later. Thank you so much for having me. It's been truly an honor.